When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Adam Carricker on The Ticket on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. You are listening to Adam Carricker on The Ticket right here on 93.7 The Ticket. Once again, thanks to GE Landscape Supply for sponsoring the show. You may notice we do not look like guys that once had the biggest pythons in the league. We're not Adam Character. Adam Character uh, is uh, is busy today, so we're stepping in for him. I'm Jake Bachman. He is Nick Sainert. Uh, and uh, we've got plenty of Husker football to talk. We talked a little bit about Miles Farmer, a little bit about uh, Josh Fleeks. Again, an update there, if you're just joining us, Miles Farmer suspended in the summer, uh, isn't currently on the 120, and, uh, and so we'll kind of have to see what happens there. It sounds like there's an opportunity maybe for him to work his way back on the team We'll have to see. Of course, is the first day of fall camp. So, okay, let's let's just operate under the assumption that he will not be a part of the team. Okay. Um, now, I will say, so so Miles Farmer, he's 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 got his degree. He he graduated, I believe, last May. Um, so, I mean, he's he's technically could be done with school. Hmm. Um, got his degree, all that stuff, right? Also, I also know Miles a little bit, and he's a, he's a good dude. Um, but as we alluded to in the first segment, like he's he's had his he's had his speed bumps in the road mm-hmm. throughout his time, and and I also you know I'm sure that there were other speed bumps prior to maybe ones that are public. Okay, so right. with that in mind, though, let's let's take a look at what the defensive back room looks like for Nebraska. In, in Evan Cooper's first year, because we know they're they're recruiting a ton of guys like that, um, and they brought in a good amount of guys in their recruiting class last year. But at safety position, at the safety position, Marquise is not starting fall camp, right? He's not starting right now. The, Miles Farmer, if we're operating under the assumption of, um, if if we're operating under under the assumption that he is not going to be with the team. That leaves you with a JUCO transfer of Deshaun Singleton mm-hmm. from a couple years ago. Limited playing last Limited year. Limited playing last year. Isaac Gifford at the safety position. Javen Wright, who hasn't been able to stay healthy, but he's also somewhat moved towards a little bit of an outside backer role. Yeah. It depends, I think, what if they want to play the, the five defensive back set, then maybe Javen Wright finds himself in a spot there. And then you have the Florida transfer, Corey Collier. Mm-hmm. 
So those are, I mean, and then in addition to those guys, it's it's Kobe Bretts from Omaha Westside who has yet to see the field, Gage Stanger who's yet to see the field, and Ramirez Stewart who's now Phelan Sanford is worth bringing up because he had seen mm-hmm. some time. Yes, so maybe Phelan Sanford. Um, is he still on the team? Yeah, I believe so. Man, it feels like he should be off the team. Uh, either way, <laughs> either way, um, where where are you at? In terms of of confidence in the secondary, it's more specifically the safety room because then you look at like cornerback at corner, you feel pretty good about it because you have Quentin Newsom, Q's there, and then Malcolm Hartsog yeah. are both there, um, and then you also in just sheer numbers four true freshmen in Dwight Boodle, Sincere Safiula, Ethan Nation, and DeAndre Barnes that you hope one of them just maybe hits. And that's a position that that you can play. We saw that last year with Hartzog. Um, somebody kind of right away. It's, it's not always ideal. Uh, you might kind of take your lumps along the way. But yep. uh, the athleticism, if, if they can bring it, they can. Um, remember, Tommy Hill's also back in the defensive he back is. room. So maybe you can move him around again to safety if you're in need. Um, but it, it doesn't feel... Great, right? I mean, with Buford healthy, then you're only looking at uh, two open spots there. I think you give one to Gifford. I don't know necessarily if he's your traditional safety. He feels more yeah. like your, your, you know, kind of hybrid um, nickel linebacker type of guy, and, and I think he's great in that in that position. Um, but you know, it's it's not ideal. Obviously, you'd you'd rather you'd rather have him Miles Farmer there. I mean, that would mm-hmm. give you a lot more confidence. I, I, I you know. I don't know if he's a like a unreplaceable player, you know. If you kind of get to that point, I don't. I wouldn't probably go that far. But yeah. you don't have the experience that that he has coming back. So I mean, you think of that defense, that secondary. A lot of people think of that as the strength of the team, just because of the experience and guys that you can count on back there, um, especially in that safety room. As you're mentioning, at least to start fall camp, those guys aren't there. So um it's it it's it, it it can be a little bit of a concern i mean this is a you don't have a whole lot of guys that are um kind of full-time starters guys that you could etch mm-hmm. in there farmer was pretty much one of those now who who knows i mean i i mean maybe somebody is stepping up in camp or stepped up in the spring that they they kind of liked um I, again i i don't think the worry meter is is overly there but it's it's not it, it's a little bit because of lack of experience well, to me. I, I was going to say, in experience-wise, that's where I think it hits Nebraska a little harder because Miles Farmer was going into his fifth year of college football in Nebraska. I think he's a sophomore. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> he yeah. might be. I don't no, know. No, I, I think he – I mean, he, he for <laughs> sure was going into his four, his fifth year of, at Nebraska. Yeah. Fifth year of college football. And when you're going through a new – obviously a, a, a change at, in leadership – it's good to have guys that maybe steady the ship a little bit and can 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 help out to a certain extent. And plus, he, he was a guy, Miles Farmer, he's getting some criticism on the text line and such, but statistically, he was a guy that improved every single year. He jumps from, in 2021, had 30 total tackles. In, 20, in, in 2022, in last season, he had 73 he had 73 total tackles last year, had five pass deflections in 2022. Uh, that's also up from just having one pass deflection in 2021. He played in one fewer game last year than he did the previous year. So, and, and granted, there's there's playing time that evolved, and he, you know, guys graduated, which opened up the door for him and the potential for him to kind of slide on in there. But... Before we're ready to crown Corey Collier Jr. as the new safety, we have to understand that this was also a guy that was entering his fifth year of, of football 
at Nebraska and a guy that was one of your better tacklers last year in terms of numbers. But in, in, with tackle form, that put that aside. In terms of numbers, mm-hmm. 73, he accounted for 73 of your tackles on defense last year. Yeah. Uh, somebody texts in, too, maybe Omar Brown, another option back there. Oh, yeah. Um, so, they, I mean, they've got some guys that – but just guys that haven't necessarily hit the field yet. I think Singleton's another point there. Or last year, uh, exactly. were, you were kind of excited about Omar Brown and Singleton. Didn't quite – it didn't quite come to fruition the year one, but you never know. It could just take some time. Uh, some other notes, too, by the way. Brody Tagaloa, uh, car accident, unfortunately. So he's back home, and he's expected to miss the season with injuries. Yeah. Um, that is very unfortunate. Jacob Hood uh, nursing an ankle injury. I think they expect his return the, fairly soon. What's crazy is uh, Matt Rule categorized the ankle as a chronic ankle chronic, issue. yeah. He threw that chronic word in there, which kind of raises an eyebrow of of prolonging. How long is this going to be there? Um, but they expect him to be a part of it, so yeah. I mean, they must feel okay about it. And as far as that goes, too, no update on Arik Gilbert, right? No, nope. didn't hear anything. Nothing. So I, I want to keep asking that. Yeah, I, which is it's crazy. Um, and, and that's what a texter asked us. Aaron. It says, aren't we looking a little thin at wide receiver without Joshua Fleeks, who once again was uh, was reported, quote, significantly overweight from Matt Rule. Uh, A.A. Ron says, we can't count on freshmen with no experience to carry the team. Marcus Washington's coming off of an injury. Betts and Castaneda can help out Kemp, but who else is there besides tight ends? And that's where they have, the. I would say this, maybe just this first year, and this might be part of Matt Rule's, idea or plan um, is that they're going to rely heavily on freshmen. They're going to recruit a lot of them. If they get a 50% hit rate, then they're going to be okay with that. And next year they're going to do the same thing. They brought in six wide, true freshman wide receivers in the 2022 class or 2023 class, rather Uh, six wide receivers. And I think they're at six more already committed for the 2024 class. So that's just where you're at maybe for the yeah. next year or so. And you hope that then next year you, maybe you go in through the transfer portal, get another wide receiver addition. If Xavier Betts and Garcia Castaneda don't pan out as well as you hoped. And then you're able to rely more on a Malachi Coleman, a Jaden Doss, somebody like that. And then guess what? You got six more guys coming in that are going to be like, you know what? I'm, I have an opportunity to play. And Matt rule said it today on, on during his press conference that, other places, true freshmen at other places only got five reps today. Our guys got 40. Mm. So that's kind of a point of emphasis on this whole thing. Yeah, too. I mean, the roster building, too, I mean, it, it again, just is what it is. It doesn't. It, it's not necessarily meaning they, they're not going at it this year, but they didn't necessarily construct this roster to win in 2023. Um, you know, they peppered in the transfer portal, and, and that's good and all. But, again, this is very young roster mm-hmm. altogether. So it's kind of resetting, rebuilding the program, uh, and so, you know, you're going to have to deal with it, and it's going to be trial by fire. And sometimes that doesn't pay off immediately, but it pays off in their sophomore years and their junior years where yeah. they, they feel like seniors by that point. So uh, we'll see. It, it, it'll be interesting, uh, and I think we will see a lot of freshman play at, at those spots, especially wide receiver with fleeks or without fleeks. Um, so we'll kind of see there. I, I just wonder, and we talked about it during the break, Bach, like – what is significantly overweight? Overweight, and maybe this this is a, probably a question for like DP and J. 
um, is like at, at the wide receiver position. And Fleeks was listed, I think, at five. Oh gosh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get it wrong. I know it was 170 pounds. Um, I want to say he was like five five eleven. Hold on one second though. Um, Josh Fleeks. Yeah, I got the six got foot, six foot, two oh five. Um, does that mean two thirty? Does that mean two twenty five? Is yeah. it signi- isn't significantly overweight to Matt Rule two fifteen? Like, because also what I would say is that if they felt like it was something, I don't know. I, I feel like guys at, at this level they can sh- sh- you know shed and add weight so easily. It feels like through nutrition plans, through workouts, um, through lifting, like things like that, where if they didn't feel like they couldn't help him as quick, I, I was, I was surprised to hear that they sent him home because he was overweight. Well, I think you almost have to throw that word in there significantly overweight. Cause if it's just kind of overweight, you're right. I mean, I think it would just be kind of like, well, all right, you're, to work with you're, you're not bit. practicing with the receivers today. You're running. Yeah. Like if he, if he needs to lose seven pounds, or needs to lose five. Like, all right, you're you're running. You're yeah. just gonna run a couple days. Just you know, we're gonna we're gonna get you the, I don't know, all the nutrition stuff, the least amount of carb or at least amount of calories yeah, as possible. Stuff. Like yeah. all of that, the macros, all that stuff. But they didn't. They were like, nah, you're gonna go home. And maybe that's part of it. So it's like, hey, you're not gonna take up a spot on the 120. Yeah. Like you're not you're not gonna take it up. Well, and again, I think for it's, being it's overweight. Maybe just partially again sending a message. And I, I like how you brought it up earlier, where Miles Farmer is one of the veteran inherited players he has. Joshua Fleeks is, you know, a guy that we would figure he has one of the best relationships with, um, because he, he, you know, he like his guy that he brought over from Baylor. Um, so, you know, it's it, it, it's anybody. I mean, maybe so. Part of mm-hmm. it might just be the messaging there. Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break here. You're listening to Adam Carricker on the ticket on by. G, uh, uh, Excuse me, brought to you by GE Landscape Supply. Of course, we are not Adam Carricker. He's out today. We will be right back to wrap things up again. Um, let me say this. RIP to Pee Wee Herman. Uh, if mm-hmm. you haven't seen Paul Rubens has passed away. Pee Wee uh, Wee's Big Adventure. Great movie uh, from back in the day. So there is that uh, note. But also, again, I want to bring up this uh, non-compete in a Big Ten coach's contract that I think is interesting and uh, again maybe apply to Matt Rule down the line here in a bit we'll talk about that coming up next year on 93.7 The Ticket you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need Viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.